Time, look, look, guys, time is life. Time is life. That, you know how I see it. Time is life. And if you're one of these people that's routinely wasting people's time, you're one of these people that's late all the time and you think it's cute, I ain't with that shit. I will stop f***ing with you real fast. Don't waste my time. It, it, nothing burns me up more than this. More than a waste of, because that means you don't respect me. If you don't respect people's time, you don't respect them. If somebody doesn't respect your time, they don't respect you. All right. Welcome back to BS with Brian Simpson. This is uh, episode 76. We're just trucking along. We're just trucking along. I like that for us. You know? We're moving, baby. Uh,. If you want to support the show, don't forget to sponsor, uh, support one of our sponsors. If you want to see me on tour, go to brownsonscomedy.com or go to one of my uh, social medias at BS Comedian and click on the link tree link. If you want advice from the advice champ, okay, you got three options. You can email us at bswithbrownsonscomedy at gmail.com or you can send us a, a voice note at bswithbrownsonscomedy at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 323-451-19. Eight zero. Also, don't forget, I host Bottom of the Barrel every single Tuesday in Austin, Texas at the Comedy Mothership. Two shows. So if you want to see it live, come through. It's a different show every time. It's an improvised stand-up show. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of fucking fun, you know? Also, if, you, if you're one of the YouTube listeners, don't forget to, um, to like the shit, subscribe to the shit. All those little things help us with the metrics and uh, the algorithm. Shit, I start an argument in the comments, you know, all that. That helps us. It does. <laughs> Which is kind of fucking... Okay, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> um, so recently, I start, I, I binged another game yesterday that, that came out yesterday called Immortals of Avium. It's supposed to be trying to make a, like a, be a, a magic Call of Duty type deal. Like instead of guns, it's spells. And listen... I, I played a lot. I played the game for like four hours, five hours. And it's fun. It's not it's not, not fun. Um, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to not recommend. I'm gonna have to not recommend it. And it's not because it's a horrible game. It's it's EA's the publisher, so that that should clue you in on a little bit of stuff. But listen, listen. There are all kind all manner of ways that <clears throat> that game uh makers behave that are repugnant. We we we've Talked extensively about Diablo Immortal, and it's completely immoral uh, uh, monetization system to nickel and dime the customer to death, the slot machine psychology, all those other things. But listen, and uh, and and also we've uh, we've talked. Oh, we actually we ha- we haven't talked about this, but Diablo Four, which I which I praised when it first came out. Um, but now I'm starting to notice, as it was pointed out to me, all the little tiny ways that they waste your time because they get to say that you're in the game longer, you know, because that's how they get measured against other games on the Steam charts and stuff like that. So they they waste your time in all these little teeny ways that all add up, which is why, like, all the towns are, like, disorganized and scattered and, and you know, you you, you spend, like, half of your time walking around and sorting through your inventory because... The game is specifically set up for things to take long for no reason. You know, all the little one second here, two seconds there, it all adds up, right? All that is pretty evil and gross. But no sin, no sin, Immortals of Avium, is more unfucking forgivable in a video game in 2023 than unskippable cutscenes. I will not. Tolerate this shit. Every fucking cutscene in this game, you gotta sit through it like it's a masterpiece of art. They just forcing you to watch. I mean, every single fucking one. Every time I play any game with an unskippable cutscene, I take that as a personal fuck you to me. And I'm gonna tell everybody I know not to play your stupid fucking game. It's worse than microtransactions. It's worse than bad patch notes. It's worse than no patches at all. It's the worst thing you can do because it's a decision you made. You know why? Because because most game developers are gamers. 
Nobody, nobody goes, oh, I want to grow up and make video games that didn't love playing video games. I don't know anybody. I mean, it seems, I don't know a lot of these motherfuckers, but it just seems like the sort of thing that would lead, I don't think that there's any, anybody that, that like happened upon computer gra- programming and then just, just moved into the gaming niche, you know? It's like most of those people are gamers. They grew up gaming and no one likes unskippable cutscenes, And so it blows my fucking mind. When, when a modern game is made, so it's you know hundreds of people involved, and nobody stops before it goes out and goes, hey, shouldn't we have a way to skip, skip these fucking horrible movies? This is all you're doing. It's it's like a commercial break for me. I'm I don't want to watch your fucking poorly written cutscene. Actually, no, the, okay, the cutscenes are pretty. It's it's okay. You know, but it's like it's not necessary for me. So I, I say I played about four or five hours of this game yesterday, and I'm gonna say probably a good hour of that was just watching cutscenes because I couldn't skip none of them. It, it yeah, it's unbelievable, it's unforgivable, and and it's a choice that someone at this public I don't know who the I mean I don't know who the developer is the publisher is EA but the developer is some other fucking company. That should probably stop making games. Now, apparently, Ascendant this game Studios. Was, what is it? Ascendant Studios. Ascendant Studios. Now, apparently, th- this was this was like somebody with a. This is a rumor. I, I haven't verified this. Um, somebody with a rich friend that just bankrolled them making a game, and EA published. So, 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 so again, this motherfucker didn't have no tight deadlines or crunches or nothing. What, what, explain, explain yourself. This shit should be a strike on your license. This should, you, you should, you should lose a tax break for this. Time, look, look guys, time is life. Time is life. That, you know how I see it. Time is life. And if you're one of these people that's routinely wasting people's time, you're one of these people that's late all the time and you think it's cute, I ain't with that shit. I will stop fucking with you real fast. Don't waste my time. It, it. Nothing burns me up more than this, more than a waste. Of, because that means you don't respect me. If you don't respect people's time, you don't respect them. If somebody doesn't respect your time; they don't respect you. You understand what I'm saying? Be, yeah. If you, if somebody, if somebody, that's why. Like this, this, I just saw a video go viral of like this dude was on a first date and he was he was being filmed yelling at this lady because she was four minutes late, and you know people felt people felt different kind of ways about it. But but my thing is, you know, some people are like, oh, only four minutes? Well, who the fuck are you to tell him what four minutes is to him? Don't say only when you're talking to somebody. When it's somebody's concern, only what? Be on time, bitch. Because some people take it as a given that they get to be late. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, it's like if I told your ass to come over here and pick up some money, I bet you'd be on time. Which means what? You meeting me is not as that is that important to you. I ain't gonna sit around waiting for your ass. Cause, cause here's the thing: if you one minute late, we gonna talk about it. If you five minutes late, I'm not gonna be there, or you gonna get left. I swear to God, on my mama, I will leave your ass. I've left my mama, and she the same way. Don't fucking play with my time. Be the fuck out here. Like I don't, I don't got time for that because, especially when it's like, man, listen, I understand things happen, things come up, accidents, motherfuckers gotta go to the hospital, motherfuckers have little emergencies, blah blah blah, blah. and that's fine every now and then. If you're gonna be late, communicate. But if you routinely, if you're one of those people that's routinely late, you are gonna routinely get left fucking with me. I don't like it. No, I'm gonna tell you right now. Um. So anyway, that, that as that relates to unskippable cutscenes, it's a complete waste of people's fucking time. Don't nobody got no fucking extra hour to give you to watch your shitty movies. It's unbelievable. And here's the other thing. The game ain't that good. The game ain't good enough to make me watch the cutscenes. That's all I'm saying. It's a pretty good game. It's not a bad game. But it's not good enough. And, and here's the thing. I like the idea, the concept of making a magical battle game that's like Call of Duty, but it's magic. I like that idea. But it wasn't implemented You know, it's not a complete miss, but it's not a hit. It's not a hit. Especially, this is just, I, I think I speak for everybody when I say, this is something that I play, that I'm playing real quick while I'm waiting for Starfield to come out. Because that's going, 
that's going to wreck the thank God it's coming out after I shoot my special, which is this weekend at the mothership. It's going to be actually when you see this on Thursday, it's going to be tomorrow when you see this, when it's from the day this came out. Tomorrow, that weekend, filming a special. Um, and thank God Starfield comes out after that. Also, I'm going to be at Skank Fest at the end of the month. Um, that's on the books. September 28th, 9th, and 30th, or something like that. Uh, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st is Skank Fest. Yeah, so at the end of next month, I'm going to be at Skank Fest. Um, so I don't got shit to do that whole month. I'm going to be playing Star. I'm going to be playing some Starfield. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, and oh, but if Starfield, I haven't heard this yet. If Starfield has unskippable cutscenes, I'm going to I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm gonna lose my mind because 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 that's another thing about like I, and I don't and listen I don't know anything about coding I don't know anything I don't know what it takes to go back in and implement skippable cutscenes I don't know what uh, what amount of work that but it's worth it throw it in the budget throw it in the motherfucking budget but nobody got time to be wasting a, a lot of a lot of these studios have forgotten like you can just make the game fun you don't have to trick people into staying in the game people will do that anyway when the game fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's all you gotta do is make a fun game. How do you know how well, how to provide? Well, how do you know what's fun? Well, you listen to the player base. You know, that's all it is. I don't know. Watch what your rivals are doing. Like a lot of the things that are unfun, like about Diablo Four. One of my biggest pet peeves in Diablo Four is the <clears throat> these like lingering death pools. It's 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 not it's different things sometimes, but let's just say acid. Like you kill a monster and a pool of acid drops. Like you kill a big group of monsters. And some of them drop little pools of acid, right? Now, the monsters have been dead for like five seconds, and the pool of acid is just still there for like seven seconds, eight seconds. For no reason. It's like it's like it's, it's not a threat to you. You just have to wait because you can't keep going because there's a pool of acid, so you have to just wait for it to disappear. And all those That's little so waits. Fucking just, stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's like, and they, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't be there. Like there should be, you know, but maybe a couple seconds. But, but, but it just feels. There's so many times where I'm just waiting for acid to go away. There's nothing to kill. There's nothing to do. I'm just waiting for pools of acid or flame or shadow or whatever the fuck it is. Something that could kill you if you step on it. And it's just there in the way, giant pool, and it's there. It, they all linger like two or three seconds longer than they need to. And it's like I said, it's just all these little things they do to waste your time, just so they just to keep you in the game. It's it's and and it was I forget which YouTuber. I'm I'm sorry, man. I want to shout you out, but that somebody pointed it out to me, and now I can't unsee it. Every little thing I see is just like little time wasters, and none of the other things make sense. You know, they only make sense if you see it through that lens of like, oh, why is why is this here? Oh, they want to waste your time. So. Um, you know, that's how I feel about unskippable cutscenes. That's how I feel about time wasters and people that are always fucking late. Somebody posted, somebody uh, commented to me uh, a, a, a few episodes back, and they were like, uh, some some people are on TikTok now saying that they are uh, they're time blind. You time blind? Oh, you just late all the time. You don't respect people's time. What the fuck you mean time blind? What you mean you can't read a clock? What does that mean? You time blind. It means you only respect your time. <laughs> you motherfucker. I'm sorry, but just I'm so time blind. If 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 you ever said it, if you ever said it to me, you might get murdered. I might murder you. I might beat you to death with a clock. <laughs> I mean, I, I have some level of time blindness because of my ADHD, but that just means that you have to do other shit to make up for it. No, no, no. Wait a minute. What are you talking about, Rob? What do you mean, time blindness? You mean like losing track of time? Yeah, like losing track of time. Or like sometimes with ADHD, like you can get lost in, you either get lost in a task where you don't realize how long it's taking, or sometimes you have difficulty because of an executive functioning issue where you don't correctly anticipate how long something's going to take. Oh, yeah. Right? I do that all the time. But so, but, yeah. so, but so what it means is that you have to have other, you have to, just focus on that, right, right, and like have other things. You have to set alarms. You have to schedule shit. I've had ADHD my whole life. I set alarms. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, listen, I am so regularly on time that when I'm late, people that know me get worried. That's how much I'm on time. You understand what I'm saying? I emphasize it. 
I'm so on time because because being late, being late make my anxiety go through the roof. I like I can't like when I'm when I when I got a comedy show, if I'm late for a comedy show, I'm I don't have a good set. I'm my because I'm anxious the whole time. It just bo- it bothers the fuck me, you know. And, and and maybe that maybe that's maybe that's the military fuck stuck in my brain or whatever. But it was just one of those things where it was like that because that was the quickest way for you to. It was the easiest way for you to definitely be in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like my, that's what it used. To, I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they let you be time blind now in the Marine Corps. I don't know. But but when I was in, were you were you like that before the military? Um, I At I all? don't think so. But there's no way for me to know because I never had to be on time for nothing. You know, I mean, you gotta go to school, but the bus take you to school. I mean, what you you know, you ain't late to school. You know, some and maybe and I have a, I ain't really have a habit of being late to class. I would just not go. So I, you know, there was never really nothing where I had to be on time. I mean, like I said, no, I did have little jobs and stuff, and I, I and I, you know, but they were always real close to my house. Um, but yeah, no, no, I wasn't like that. Yeah, because I would be late to work sometimes, and even when this shit was right across the street, like literally, I lived across the street. It was a major street, but I lived across the street from a job, and I used to be, you know, for two, three minutes late all the time. But nah, but but in the in the in the core. Like if you were late, it was definitely a problem, and you couldn't go. Oh, I'm only a minute. It's only been two minutes. What, nigga? We we waiting on you. <laughs> what you mean? Only two minutes? What that? Like, what does that even mean? Is there some reason you couldn't have been here five minutes ago? Did something happen? No. Did you? Did, everybody else was in the same traffic you was in. Why are you late? There is no excuse. IBS. Well, t- we'll say that. You know what I'm saying? Get you a medical chip. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's a medical issue, go to medical. It was no, 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 bro. There was no excuses. It's like, yo, is your car on fire? It's no excuses. In fact, bro, listen, I remember one time, my first car, my dumb ass, this, I guess uh, I was, this is when I was, I was TAD to the rifle range. So I was working, I was working on the rifle range, which is like, you know, way the fuck out from where the base is. And so you had to go drive through these little, I mean, not, I ain't gonna say unfinished, but like, you know, not well kept roads to get out here to the, to the hills and shit. And my dumb ass smoking a cigarette, dropped the cigarette, and, and that shit hit my fuck, hit the back of my wrist. And I was like, oh shit. And then, and then I drifted to the edge of the road just so, and it popped my tire. And I went off the edge of the road. And this is, and, I, and at this point, I'm 20 minutes early for work, right? I got 20 minutes to get to work. It's about five minutes away. And I'm on the side of the road waving down people. Nobody stopped. You know what I mean? The, the last person to stop, the last <laughs> person to stop. Right, they don't want to be late. Right, and, and maybe they didn't notice me, whatever. But the last person to stop was the corpsman, which is like the like a basically a field doctor or field nurse or whatever. And the corpsman s- stopped, like he he rolled by. Now he was late, right? So he goes by me and he looks at me and keeps going, right? And keep in mind, if I walk, it's gonna take me about forty five minutes to get up there. You know, but that's it. That was my last chance to beat it. You know, and I ain't have a, you know, nobody, it wasn't like, this was, this was still a time where like you weren't allowed to have a cell phone in uniform. Now they have to, but back then you couldn't, and no one did anyway. Very few people did. So it was no cell phone. It was none of that. So I just had to walk and I get to work and I'm, I'm well over an hour late. And obviously it's not going to be on me. I walk right up to this corpsman. You know, like I make a whole scene of it because I wanted to be known that it's his fault that I'm late. You know what I mean? And he and he just got yelled at for being late. Yeah, and so it, it was his fault that I was late and he was late. They, to this day, they still actually I still got in trouble because they thought I was speeding because I was late, which is how which is why I um, got off the road. Yeah, because they, they were suspicious that they thought I made this whole story up. <laughs> To prevent from being late. That's how much people aren't late. You know what I mean? People, like, 
I just don't know. I just don't know anybody. And, and and let me tell you something. I'm talking about I. You know, when you serve, you you realize like every kind of person is real and they everywhere. There's there, there, there's, there's a big misconception that there's a that there's an archetype in the military, and it's not true. You know, there there is a there is a there is a personality and a and a demeanor that is pressed upon you, and some people it fit better than others. But you are who you are, and it and and, and it, it comes out when you're stressed. You can't just make somebody different, you know. And so, even the most unorganized, sloppy pieces of shit weren't late on a regular basis. Because the penalty for being late was so severe, my guy. Because because I, I put it like this: if you were late enough, uh. They would mark you as just not there, which is which is like which is the, which is like you abandoning, like you uh, what's the word, uh, deserting. A wall. A wall. Yeah. If you were if you were late enough, you were a wall. That's how serious it was. It it depended on who you was dealing with. You know, for some people it was fifteen minutes. For some, because 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 the truth is at the low at at, at the lowest level. You know, you really did. You really showing up an hour and a half, two hours before you need to be. You know what I mean? Because they do the whole fifteen minutes thing. You know, the, you know, if the if the if the fucking if the general want to talk to everybody, you know, then then at two o'clock, then the major goes, everybody be there at one forty five, and then the fuck, the lieutenant goes, you know, the captain goes, everybody be there at one thirty, and the lieutenant goes, everybody be there at one o'clock, all the way down to the sergeant's telling me, hey, be there at eleven forty five. And so you, so it's like if you, so if you ain't there at noon, noon thirty, you know what I'm saying? It's a problem. Where the fuck are you? Is he dead? Because because it was it was that it was like it was like if you're you're late and we don't know where you are, that's a problem. Yeah. And anyway, doesn't that show though? Like that also seems at that sort of institutional level to be pretty wasteful, right? Like if every time the general wants to talk to somebody at two o'clock, that means hundreds of other people have to be there two and a half hours early. Well, it, dep- it depends. Well, well, that, that, well, that didn't happen that often. Actually, I never had the general. I've never had to talk to the general. But, but I, but just a higher ranking person. But yeah, of course it's wasteful. What do you mean? It's the military. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the government. Yeah, they waste everything. They waste money, time, all that. But it's effective. Right, because you because because you have to think about it from the perspective of the number one concern is the mission to accomplish the mission. So it doesn't matter what it costs. You know what I mean? If if we gotta waste four hours to guarantee that we accomplish the goal, that's all that matters. So it's like if if I'm told that my only responsibility is to make sure everybody here by one o'clock, you goddamn right, you're gonna be here at eleven thirty. That way I know for sure ain't none of you motherfuckers late. That way, also, if one of y'all are late or if I got to go find one of you motherfuckers, I got time. Because they're going to ask me why you late. See, that was, that, was, that was the one thing that I, not the one thing, but that was one of the things that I'm, um, that, I, that I think the average person don't, doesn't really have a grasp of it. It's like when you're, when you're made responsible for other people's actions, that's when you learn a lot right there. That's when you learn a lot about people. That's when you learn a lot about leadership. That's when you learn a lot about whether you got people skills or leadership skills, you know, cause, cause, and that's when you start understanding how your behavior affects other people. That's when you really start thinking about it from your perspective. When every day you get up and you gotta think about how your behavior affects other people or, 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 let, or, or even, even, even more so, you know, you, know what, you know what puts a lot of stop to a lot of that shit is like when one of your good friends get promoted and put in front of you, and then they they have to answer for the, all the shit you do. And then you go, oh damn, oh fuck yeah. And now you give a fuck, you know. Oh, so it's like it's it, it's 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 a little game. It's a little it's a little give and take. But anyway, I don't respect people that's always late. I don't respect people that think it's cute. Oh, I'm just late. I'm like, why you late then, motherfucker? I don't I don't get that. I don't get I don't get it. It's it's not cute. It's not cool. It's not just how we do, because some people think some people think that like, oh, well, black people time they call it. It's like, no, that's not real. That's not real. It's just some of you niggas don't respect people. That's all it is. There's no reason for you to be late. I'm sorry. 
It's no excuse. Routinely late. You know, like I said, being late every now and then is one thing. Being fashionably late to a party, that's another thing. But but you just constantly, always, never on time, I'm going to stop fucking with you real quick. It's disrespectful, honestly, because it's like... It's very disrespectful. You know, I have a we have a client who will go unnamed who is regularly 15, 20 minutes late to like every recording, and it... It bothers me because I can't, even though I know that every week they're going to be late 15, 20 minutes, that doesn't mean that my schedule gets moved up 15, 20 minutes or moved back 15, 20 minutes. It just means that I get to waste 15 to 20 minutes every fucking week. And so it's disrespectful to the value of my time. That's 15, 20 minutes yeah. I could have Couldn't be spent me. at home. Couldn't be me. Watching TV, like playing with my daughter, playing with my dog, yeah. whatever. Couldn't be me. I'm sorry. Not every week. We gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it. We got yeah. We're gonna at least have to have a conversation. That gets into a different thing though, where it's like a client, right? Where depending on what your line of work is, you might have. Uh, Does the client pay by the hour? Um. Yes and no. I, I mean, you, it, it I, I, I I agree with you. It, it depends on if they do pay by the hour, right? I yeah, bet you if they pay by the hour, they'd be on time. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, like, like, listen. Unless you, unless you can show me you got some kind of disorder that literally keep you from being on time. Like, the closer you get on time, you get sick. If it's if if it's such a disease, there's nothing you can there's nothing you can tell me for you being late every week. Every week. Every week, my guy. Yeah, it's like when people text you and they're like, "Oh, it's traffic." It's like this traffic. It's L.A. This traffic every fucking day. So. Work that into your, I know I know your phone might say it's going to take 15 minutes, but if it takes, if you have 15 minutes travel time plus 20 minutes of traffic every time, then that's yeah. 35 minutes, my guy. Well, that's why. And then you know, add an extra I, 10 on there just for good measure. So when I was in LA, I didn't drive, you know, and uh, and, I, and I'm known for having my headphones everywhere. People are like, why are you having headphones? Because I'm always early. I show up early and I do stuff. Because that's the other thing, too. All you're doing at home is fucking around. Right? You're not doing something essential with that time. You're just going, I have 15 minutes to get there, and I'm not leaving until I got 15 minutes to get there. And if something go wrong, you late. You know? Whereas, why don't you just show up early, fuck around where you're at? Watch YouTube, watch your TikToks, where you're at, and be on time. Being on time is often an unsung thing, you know? People... People do notice. People that care about being, people being on time, they notice. Most people don't notice, but everybody notice when you're late. You know, and and I and, and listen. There's a bunch of not a big dealers in the comments. Ah, uh, so if I'm only five minutes late, yep, fuck you. That's how I, that's how I take it. A little fuck you to me. If you're only five minutes late, no, only uh, look. You can I can put only in front of a lot of things. I can say, oh, it's only a thousand dollars to me. It's not a what is only you know what is that only for that, that, that all that means is you putting you putting your values on me. I'm telling you it's important to me that you're on time, and if you show me that you're never on time, I can't fuck with you because it's gonna drive me crazy. Anyway, I, I feel like I'm talking in a circle now. No unskippable cutscenes in the video games. Thank you. Um, Are there any games that you've played where you're like, I gotta watch the cutscenes every time? Nope. No. I mean, what game? What game is that? Look, look, listen. Or, or sometimes I catch one or two, and I'm like, oh, you know what we dope is if I could watch all of these motherfuckers in some other thing. Like some games have done that, where they're like, you can just watch the cutscenes and in, in the options, you can just watch them. Sometimes I'll sit down, I'll sit through and watch them, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to have to. Most games, I'm like, I don't need to know. I skip all the dialogue and all that shit. I'm just trying to play the game. I'm not trying to. I don't care about your well crafted. You know, and I know some people do. Some people want to see it all. They want to absorb all of the, you know, they want all the uh, all of the, the side quests and and the, all the different conversation options. I'm like, I don't need all that. You know, unless it's a key a key moment in the game, and even then, I'm like, okay, I could because I bro, I do the same thing when I'm watching TV. You know, because because here's because here's why, Rob. Every, it, there's so many tropes. There's so few things that I don't see coming. That I don't need, I don't, a lot of times I don't need, I, I can skip this. There's some of my favorite TV shows, there's scenes I've never watched. So I'm like, oh, I know what's going on. Next. 
Next episode. Next scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need, I don't have time. I don't have time for that. It's like, I don't, I, why waste my time? I know what's going to happen. I literally know what's going to happen. And, and guess what? The next scene comes up, and sure enough, through context, yep, that's exactly what happened. She died. Yep, what a shame. He killed her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Because it's it's the same thing they do. You know, that, that that's the thing about the, the, the strike and all that and, and TV and all this other stuff being so, uh, you know. I, I, I honestly feel like if AI, if they started using AI to write stuff, it we most people wouldn't be able to tell the difference. True. That's how formulaic most uh, television is, and and most most things that are made. Yeah, I mean, no, that, I mean all the time. I mean, listen, every, every year, every year, maybe ten percent of the shows do something groundbreaking or try something groundbreaking. Here's a dirty little secret: a lot of the writers are using AI anyway. They, maybe they weren't letting AI, AI write their whole shit, but they were definitely running it through there, getting ideas from there, ha- having it do extra drafts and all that. They was doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't know how that's going to turn out. And, and here's the other thing, too. I don't know how... I, here's the question about... Here's the thing about that whole strike thing. How long... This strike to be boils down to one key thing. How long can the writers and the actors uh, stick together? And how long can the streamers and the networks stick together? Whichever whichever alliance falls apart first is going to cost everybody on that side. And and to be honest with you, I think the streamers and the networks are going to, they can't, they can't stay together because they ain't those type of people. They they're gonna have the hardest time sticking together because their interests don't necessarily align. In the beginning, they did because they wanted every, they wanted to scare everybody and to shut the fuck up and come back to work. But now that that seems to not be about to work, I think they both they got to look at each other and go, "Oh wait a minute," because the streamers started all this. You know what I mean? Network TV was getting along just fine, but the streamers came in and like every time there's a new medium that they do this, they get some kind of exception. You know, it happened when cable came out. You know, it, it it happened when DVDs came out, you know. And so it's like the, the streamers got this exception where they didn't have to treat, you know, they didn't have to treat uh, actors the way that they would if they were on network TV. And they got all these little things where they didn't have to pay for this and pay for that and all of this. And, and, uh, and it was unsustainable, you know, because they don't get big advertising contracts and all of this. Um so, you know, we'll see. The, the streamers, networks, and studios are all in direct competition with one another, whereas the writers and actors have to work with one another going yeah. forward. Well, I don't, I, I don't understand. But here's the, here's the other side too, though. Some actors are also producers. Well, that's why you don't hear a peep out of them. Yeah, you. That's why you ain't you ain't hearing nothing from Tom Cruise. Somebody told me. To, somebody told me recently. They Tom Cruise tried to get an exception, um, so he could promote Mission Impossible, because he he owns Mission Impossible. And the unions, uh, the union was like, "Oh yeah, for sure. We just need you to walk one time in the picket lines." And he was like, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can send a representative. I'm like, wow. That that right there show that shows you everything. I mean, and then listen, I don't know why he couldn't do that. You know, because he again, he probably has some kind of alliance, you know, he that maybe walking would fuck his money up more than not walking. He wanted an exception, right? I mean, also, what how would it hurt him to get kicked out of the union? I, I don't understand that either. Or maybe he Maybe there's some other penalty. Or Does something. it have to do with Scientology? Like he can't say something negative, or I don't know. Uh, it's no telling. He's a weird guy, but I do know that. Well, if he gets kicked out of SAG, then he can't he can't star in major motion pictures. The way that's that not true. I mean, that's not true. You just have to be. They just have, they just have to be independent, which which it mostly is already, kinda. You can. You don't have to be in SAG no, to start. They're all distributed. They're all yeah, but all of his. I mean, the movies that he's in that make a billion dollars. They're 
those are those are all SAG signatories. Yeah, but they don't those have all to collective be. bargaining signatories. Yeah. Well, I guess they don't have to be. But he doesn't sure. need them to be of all people. But 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 my point is, I mean, but he ain't he ain't crossed that bigger line. So it, the penalty must be severe. So my point is, you know, for a man that's that's famous for running in his movies, the Tom Cruise run in every in every single movie he runs. This motherfucker broke his leg jumping out of a helicopter. He won't walk in the picket line one time. A man known for running won't walk. Once, they asked him. One time. So, Money who knows? Money will do things to you, man. Yeah. I Listen, I also don't think the pickets, I don't know what, you know, I don't see them as useful. I don't I don't think they work. Like, no one's shown me the data. To, to You know, that it, I, I've heard all the reasoning behind it. But no one showed no one shown me anything saying that oh this works for like something that people have been doing for decades and decades and decades. I don't think it's effective, you know, unless you unless you unless physical because because the traditional point of a picket line was like to have physical bodies literally blocking people from going into the factory or whatever. I don't see that really. This is mostly symbolic, you know. You know, it was like the Pink Pussy March. It didn't do anything. Like if all if all those women in pink pussy hats was was marching to like arrest somebody, like grab somebody, that would have been dope. But it's like everyone, I, I don't know. I just feel like lately, as people when people protest, they protest f- from a place of comfort. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when like when when Martin Luther King was was marching, they were marching knowing they was getting their ass beat somewhere, on camera, and that was the goal. Is is the disruption? Is are we going to disrupt this business? The news is going to come. They're going to show how they're, the cruelty of the, you know, it, and that was the whole point. But but what is this? What is the point of this? Well, it, but that they, does, the, the thing is that, that that does happen when, like, I mean, look at the George, George Floyd protests. The police did beat the fuck out of people. Right, right, right. But what's happening right now with the SAG protests? Oh, well, yeah, I'm not comparing those two. Well, exactly. Because, I mean, what is the, what, what is, what is coming out of, of people actually walking on picking lines besides something to do. I mean, they're not working, you know, or they're not working in, in the business. So what, what is, what, I don't get the, I feel like everyone's time could be better utilized, you know? That's possible. Maybe, maybe I mean, they could be, they could be making stuff independent. Yeah, I think there's a difference between a protest and a picket line. And I think no, that no, there no, is a no, messaging this is, this issue. This is what I'm saying, Rob. Everyone is on that picket line for free. They could spend that same amount of time acting, producing, making stuff for free, and putting that shit out. Showing, showing the stu- like the students are like it ain't they not the key part of stuff. I, I feel like that's a good, that's a message. Well, see, you know why the messaging is fucked up with the unions? It's because guess what, guys? The union was never really on your side. I hate to break it to you, the the, the, the people at the top of the union they don't give a fuck about most of y'all. That's what it feels like. SAG is one of the worst unions in the country. It might be the worst. It, it, it has the least balls. It has the least power. I mean, think about the fact that think about the fact that <laughs> think, think think about the fact that we were that it was it was ever even legal for them to take like sixteen weeks to pay you. The union agreed to that. The union agreed to them taking 16, you know, it was that the, maybe, maybe the number's wrong. It's, it's 16 or 18. Six, it, months to pay you before there's a penalty. That, the fact that they ever agreed to that in the first place is insane. You know, it's the same union. Now listen, it's different leadership, obviously, but I guarantee you, they're not real. you know, I don't know what they're really fighting for. I, I, I don't know what they're willing to settle for. You know, this is saying um, 50, uh, 12 business days. They have 12 business days to pay you. No, that's way longer than that. From what? From what point? Uh, oh, OK, here we go. Uh, 12 business days from the end of the production. So productions can be longer, obviously. Right. And then also the penalties it's saying are so low. That 
the penalties are so small and, that a lot and, of people and just I, and hold I on to the money as long as possible because the end of production means from the end of the time they finish editing. So this is the little, this is the key piece right here, right? So so I'll tell you this: when I did, um, I got my when I got my half hour on Netflix, we filmed that in August. Um, I didn't get paid until almost November. You understand what I'm saying? Because they they get to, the end of production is a very it's a very weird little, uh, little thing, and I, and I and actually I think the penalty is so low. No, but what? No, it's longer than twelve days too. Even still, because uh, when does the actual penalties kick in? Have you looked that up? I'm not sure. I'm just I'm looking I'm looking it up right yeah. now. I'm trying to find an actual. Yeah, so I, I don't trust. I don't think the union. You know, again, again, I don't know these people. I've never been to one of the union meetings. Actually, damn, I got to vote. I just got something in the mail telling me to vote. Uh, but it didn't say for who. Um, I got to read those. Um, you know, I I don't know. And I, I'm not anti-union whatsoever. Um, but this particular union, I don't trust. Because um, when I first got around this and started hearing about it, it's like, it feels like, um, you know, they want, it, it, feel, it feels like the people on the bottom suffer the most in this union. You know, they're more than happy to let you in the union. They're more than happy to take your little $3,000 or whatever it is. Um, but, you know, your benefits don't kick in until way later. Um, you know, th there don't seem to be a lot of protections for, you know, your pay and when you get paid and how much you, uh, your fucking, and you want to talk about time wasters. Oh, my God. If they could just if they could just make Hollywood be more efficient, I mean, my God, they will waste your fucking time at a, in a Hollywood production, in any production. Yeah, my God, they'll have you sitting. They'll have you there four hours early, just because. Just sitting around, they'll have you there four five hours early, just in case, bro. You know what? One time when I I shot a uh, I did a commercial, and I had to go. Way the fuck out um, outside of L.A. Not way the fuck out, but like out, out. You know, like further than I'd been before. Maybe, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes outside of L.A. And they they up and down, right? And so just to, just to, just to get me there on time, I, ended up, I got a, uh, uh, they got a car service, right? And they swore up and down. They needed me there at 10 a.m. They swore up and down and need me there at 10 a.m. And, the, and, and, the, and to make sure I got there at 10 a.m., because I knew they didn't, they sent a car service, right? And the car service, well, my manager got them to send the car service because it was so far out. It was like me Uber in there is crazy because I ain't going to be able to catch an Uber back. It's that, it was like it, no Ubers out here, right? So the car service goes to the wrong house. It goes to the wrong address, right? And then they go, okay, Okay, you know what? He can he can be here he can be here at eleven, right? So I get there at eleven. They they go they send me over to the wardrobe lady. She shows me the wardrobe, and then they go to lunch. Lunch is an hour and a half, two hours. We come back from lunch at yeah we come back from lunch at one o'clock. I don't got nothing to do till four o'clock. And that's how they, that's how they do every set I've been on has been like that. The only exception was David Spade. The lights out with David Spade was different. Those motherfuckers was moving like clockwork. I was the, I was there hella early, but it was all it was for reasons, you know, because it's a it's a daily show, so you got to get the topics early, so you can put your think cap on and all this. But every everything every film thing every scripted thing I've ever been a part of every every other thing I've ever been a part of it's always just people trying to waste your fucking time, you know. Because they feel like, oh, if you're here five hours early, then I don't got to worry about you. So I've transferred my worry to you, you know. And it doesn't matter if you got shit to do. So here it is. So the industry standard is approximately four to six weeks from the day you worked. But it can sometimes take up to three months. Commercials and corporate jobs often don't pay until after 90 days from the invoice. 
And and if you and you could contact them and all that, and you know what they'll tell you? It's processing. And they won't tell you what part of the process they add and why that part takes so fucking long. But they'll tell you it's processing. They all got the same answer. It's processing. You know, and I, and I, I well, what's the process, bitch? Somebody's got to take a sheet of paper from this pile of paper and put it over here on this pile of paper, bro. No, it's like, I think they just, like we, you know, I think they, they all just figured out a long time ago that like, if they just hold everybody's money for an extra couple months, they make, you know, an extra quarter million dollars or something like that, you know, or more, maybe more. So they so they just get routinely. That's why they won't budge on this point. The union wants them to pay people on, in a reasonable time frame, and they won't know because they lose money by keeping they, by giving you your money on time. You know, fuck them, fuck them. I don't know what happens if they die. I hope they all fucking die. I hope the whole industry just collapses and everybody got to start from scratch. Looks like it. Um, I mean, let's see if this, let's see, you know, let's see if this hurricane do work. You know, is God really good? Let's see. You know, um, if a, if a studio or two collapsed because, and, and bro, and here's the other thing. You go to one of these buildings, you go to one of these, you know, you go to Dagon Fox Studios or Universal or CAA or these buildings, bro, you, it's, they're fucking castles, they go to castles. The first time I walked in the CAA, I was like, what the fuck? Everything's marble. It's waterfalls in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it's, it's a French bakery downstairs. I'm like, what the fuck? Is, this look like a five-star hotel. Nope. It's just where they work at. Like, how are they this rich? How are they this rich? Yeah. It's a whole industry of people making money off people. That's richer than the motherfucker somehow. You know, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Get rich off other people. That's the that's the real American dream. Yeah, that's that's really what the dream is, huh? Let somebody else do the work. Yeah, but nobody want the work. You you, <laughs> you ever notice that the people that say that don't they work the least? <laughs> All the people you hear go, nobody wants to work nowadays. They're, they're the people that's making money off everybody else working. So they're just working smarter. Well, that's how some people put it. You know, that, that's a good way of wording it if you're one of those people, you know. That's some that's a pretty cucked way to look at it in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's very um that's very uh, who's the who's who's the prisoner in jail that watches the other prisoners like a guard, what do they call them? Trustees. That's a very trusty way of looking at things. Yeah. Oh, boss, boss, feed us and close up and let me sleep close to the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to make fun of you. Now, listen, I am, I am in a conundrum. I am moving very close to the point where people might have to work for me. Yeah, you're going to start buying shit, Brian, owning shit. But I, but I guarantee you this. I guarantee you this. If you ever work for me directly, it's going to be a job worth having. That, that's the whole reason why I haven't hired anybody. Yeah, I could afford to hire somebody right now. It's people, my email is full of people. My DMs are full of people that like they've seen, they're catching up on previous episodes and they've seen us looking for people and stuff like that. And people offering to work for free and all this other shit. It's like, no, not if you work for me. I can't, you can't work for me directly for no money if you're doing something important, you know. Now, now some people get like, you know, they, they have some kind of program where they get college credit, but I have to register at the college and all of this other shit. No, I, I might do that. But but just, or somebody working for slave wages, or, you know, because I know that feeling. I know that feeling. I was there for so long where I was working and barely, I was just make, I was making barely enough so I could pay my rent and go to work. That's, that's all the money I was making. So I could eat, pay rent, and go to work. That's it. I couldn't afford to do nothing else. That's all I could do was eat and go to work and sleep and go to work and eat and get up and go to work and sleep. And, get, and it just, and that is something about that. That's how I know we ain't meant to do that. We're not meant to just, we're not, we're not meant to just work to death. There's got to be some kind of fun, some kind of break, some kind of let off steam, some kind of thing. Because everybody I know that's doing that is dying inside. 
Everybody I know that's doing that stress killing their body. You know, they going gray early. They losing their hair. They skin don't look good. You know, they hip don't work right. Everybody I know that's, that like take time and live a little life, they just seem happier. I mean, even the people that's well, that's, now it's the opposite effect. You see, you know, the opposite can have the same effect on you. The, the people that don't work ever, same thing. The people out there just living to live, have fun. Yeah, that's not. I don't know if that's really how it's supposed to be either. Because it'll wear you. It wear them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You've seen them, the beach bums with the leathery skin. You know what I mean? With the with you know all all type of scars and faded tattoos. You know what I mean? Teeth all fucked up, breath all foul. And then you go, how old are you? And they go, twenty seven. You like, wow. You look like Nick Nolte, bitch. You know, maybe having too much fun. Okay, so what's your opinion on fire, Brian? Fire, financial, financial independence, retirement early. Oh, is that a thing? Is that, that a term? movement? It's like a, it's like a movement. It's a kind of an outgrowth of, uh, say, it's an outgrowth of hustle culture, like online hustle culture. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know about hustle culture. I mean, look, guys, the hustle is within you, or it's not. Mm-hmm. Hustle is not. Following somebody's pro, like like bro, because I, I grew I grew up I've known real hustlers. It's it's listen, it's one of them. It's one, it's not one in a million, but I don't know how to explain it. Like there's some people that hustle, like they participate in the action of hustle, but it's some people that like that's how they, that's how they're built. Like that's how their mind works. They are like they can't not hustle. Like it, and it's, and and I, and I don't know what hustling means to some people. I guess some some to some people hustling is just working to death. But but a real, to, when I was coming up, like hustle just meant somebody that was gonna always find a way to make money through hook or through crook. You know what I mean? Whether that you, you know you know what I'm talking about? Like the type the type of motherfucker was like one day you see him they selling t-shirts, the next day they selling cartons of cigarettes. Who where they get them from? Nobody knows. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, it's tattoos. Then they got holes on OnlyFans. Then they got, you know, it's like some people just every kind of way they their mind just work like like that's how Jay Z mind work. They just business minded and hustle minded, and they see the they see profit where other people don't see it. It's almost like artistry. They see a way to get money in situations where other people don't. Now, the the online and some people take it to mean like, oh, just keep moving, hustling is hustling, moving, just keep moving fast. And it's like. Uh, it's not really always that, but but you you know if you, if that's not your personality already, you can't fake it, you know. Because I'm guessing the, these hustle, hustle culture people, I guess, I'm guessing they all have a program where if you just pay an extra ten dollars a month, they can keep make sure you keep your hustle up. Well, you're getting hustled. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not a hustle is not a program somebody can sell you. You know what I mean? It's just a mentality that you just you just you built like that or or, or not. I, I I was in a service with this nigga John. John, I don't want to say his whole name, but this nigga John, it was a white boy named John. But the boy had more hustle when his little finger than anybody I ever seen. I mean, every time I saw this motherfucker, he was on something. You know, that I I guarantee you, he shipped out like when he got orders to uh when he got orders to Afghanistan. I guarantee you he shipped out, you know, 10 cases of protein powder because he knew it wasn't going to be none over there. You know what I mean? He mailed, t- I guarantee you, I don't, I don't know this because I because I separated from him after after A school, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you he did that. He had, he had three cases of porn magazines and protein powder mailed to him in Afghanistan and he was out there cleaning up. He probably made $10,000 out there. You know what I mean? Now, is that necessary? I don't know. But he's one of those people that just can't not, you know what I mean? It, to him, sitting in the room, like if he's sitting in the room with that case of protein powder, it's like it's it's $1,000 sitting right there. So, you know, like that's how he looks. It's like if I walk out, it would be the same as you walking out of here and leaving $1,000 sitting right there for him to walk in here and go, oh, shit, we can put that right there and make and make money. Like they, that's how they think. The best hustlers know how to reverse engineer, so they got that. You know? Yeah, I mean, some people just got it, and you, and you don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have that in me where it's like every opportunity to make money, I just have to take everything. Like, I'm not built like that. 
you know. Some people are. You know, just like some people are built, some people are those work, work, work people. I told you, I had a staff sergeant that used to, he used to eat, he used to eat lunch standing up and go back to work early. You know, he's one of these farm raised white boys, you know. And he would, and 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 they, some people are like that, but they just, if they don't get in a hard day's work, if they don't go home exhausted with, with some kind of re-aggravated injury, they don't feel like they got it in. You know? And I'm just not that guy. I'm not that guy. I, everything I do got to make sense to me. It's got to feel worthwhile. And I'll give it my all for a bit. You know? I'm a basker. I've read the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the basking. I'm in it for the, the basking in the glory, basking in the accomplishment, you know. But but I, but I can't do shit that don't don't have no end. Like because that's how I used to torture. People. You know, they used to torture Jews in concentration camps by making them like, you know, move piles of dirt from one side of the road to the other, like work that was completely meaningless, you know. But it must be done. It's like that. It's it that'll break you. You can't just work 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 for especially for something that you don't give a fuck about. Especially for something that no one else gives a fuck about. Uh, that's just me. You know? Yeah. Show me the results of this hustle culture. Because I feel like the hustle culture people, the only people I ever see it work for are the, are the people that originally started <laughs> doing, doing the videos. Like, where are these testimonials at? Well, they're mostly MLMs and pyramid schemes. Right. Exactly. So, so it's the people who start them and sell you the... The ebook or whatever, or the disc or the membership in the Discord that make the money off of them. What's this uh, here? Let's, gotta, uh, I want to. I want to. We'll do. We'll do the voicemail last. Okay. That's what you about to say. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that last. Um, we'll do an article then a voicemail. Um, I like this right here. Enhanced games. See, this is people living in the real world. Audacious plan for sporting event without drug testing. <laughs> the Olympic chief says, the Olympic, hold on, the Olympic chef de mission and the Mirrors. I think that means chief of mission. It's a joke. It's unfair. It's unsafe. Hey, guess what, though? It's going to get watched. It's going to get watched. Because guess what? The, there's always been cheating in the Olympics. There still is. Y'all can't stop it. You know? I just watched it. Did you watch the Cream Clear documentary? It's called, what the fuck was it called? You know what I'm talking about? It just came out. It just, I forget what the name of it was. Um, but it was about the whole, do you, do you remember? Going, no, going clear. Going clear. No, that's Scientology. No, no, it was, it, was, it was the Cream and Clear documentary um, about Balco. Oh, um, I watched um, I watched a documentary about Balco. No, it's called Hall of Shame. Yeah, it's called Hall of Shame on Netflix. Okay, okay. So I watched a different one, but yeah, sure. <clears throat> yeah, and that right there, go go to show you, bro. You know he got caught. He got caught by he got caught by the IRS. He didn't get caught by. By the anti doping people, you know what I mean. He got caught by the, by a, by a, by just an overzealous IRS agent. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. He so so and and yeah, and he got the rest. See, see, I I would never forgive this nigga if I was the, if I was the people that was using him because because the only you know this is another thing too. The only reason Barry Bonds and um um I forget the the other two people. Mark names. um Mark Guire. Mark McGuire. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire. Sammy Sosa. No, Sammy Sosa, but no, but even worse, the, the runner, the lady, um, it was two runners. Um, I can't remember the girl's name, but she it was fam- she famously had to give back her fucking medals and she was smoking those out here. Um but my Shelby point is, Houlihan? Marion Jones? No, um no, Marion Jones was oh maybe it was Marion Jones. Um but she she, uh, but he had their names on a, just on a piece of paper that he threw in the trash. So that that's that's how their names got caught. In. They didn't fail no test or nothing like that. 
the the IRS so, so the IRS agent was just trying to prove that they was doing something illegal. So he started going through their dumpster. And it was just evidence in the dumpster. And their names were just on some pieces of paper. And like and he was literally like had whole records with their names. See see they they started out as uh as legitimate. They they would they were one of the first companies to go you know, we're going to take your blood, you know, every other week. And based on all of these readings, we're going to give you the right nutrition. They, they started out legitimate like that. And then somebody sent the boy to clear, which is like this drops you put on you put under your tongue. I still don't know what the fuck it really is. Um, and and uh, and the cream, the cream was estrogen cream to balance out the. Right. And and this motherfucker had meticulous records of who he gave it to and when. And with their names on it, that he was throwing in the trash. Yeah. He was having drugs mailed to his address. To the address of the clinic. Yeah, so, you know, and, and the clear was undetectable. It was undetectable. And the only reason they started trying to detect it was because of this. You know? So it was like, this dude was just being sloppy as fuck with, their whole, with all their lives. Apparently, one of the problems with it is that it the clear was really bad for runners because it like it can dehydrate you. So that was one of the issues with it is that it didn't dehydrate her. Sick from it, <laughs> she she broke all these motherfucking records, bro. But did she know that she was taking like illegal substances? Ah, fuck yeah, know. dude. I'm sure she knew. Fuck yeah, because you got to put on. this you got to put this shit under your tongue, mm-hmm. and then you got to put the cream on, you know. So. You know, unless they, unless she's saying she was slipping, it was getting slipped in her water bottle. Because don't get me wrong, some athletes really are just in the hands of trainers. Like it, it's hard for for people to believe, but yeah, some athletes just do what their trainer says, and they drink what they give them, and they eat what they give. You know what I mean? That's. But I don't think she even said that. I think she admitted it. And it, and it was and another. Also, a lot of those people that's just plausible deniability. Like they know, like they know not to ask questions about what they're getting. True, true, true. Um, no, but no, but uh, no, nah, but a lot of them, a lot of them, really just trusted their trainer wouldn't. Because again, it's a lot of situations are like this where it starts out as legitimate. You know what I mean? And the guy isn't giving them anything, and so they they tr- they either, you know, I'm I'm sure they get to a point where they like. Because here's here's the other thing too, man. A lot of these athletes ain't the smartest tools in the drawer. You know, they're being used by the people around them. Right. You know what I mean, and and so it's like, uh, and, and all of a sudden they're like, man, you know what that that uh that new sleep band you gave me is really for some reason my recovery is just, you know, they're not even thinking about, but a lot of them were cheating, and and the the one of the the one guy that broke the world record, he he was definitely cheating, and you know their whole relationship fell apart because he signed he signed with Nike, and and stopped wearing the vitamin shit. Because the guy was still making so much money off the vitamin business, so he he would ha- he would have deals with athletes. Like his deal with Barry Bonds was, "Hey, just wear my, just wear my my uh, my clothing, my brand, you know, instead of Nike or whatever." You know, that was his deal with those people. Just or just do a commercial, or any advertisement. But he wasn't charging a lot of them money. You know that kind of deal. But then at the same time, it's like a lot of them wasn't making no motherfucking money. Cause it's like, cause, cause that that his fallout with the runner was basically like, yo, if you, you know, Nike came and offered him like ten thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars, and he wasn't, he had made no money up to that point. And meanwhile, this guy's making all the money because he's advertising for him, you know, and he's he's like, yo, I could break, if, I want you wearing my shit when I break the world record, but he signed a deal with Nike. And that dude was like, fuck you, then I'm not giving you no more drugs. And but he had stockpiled enough where he broke the record. You know, but imagine that. Imagine like a year later, two years later, you you a world champion, you a Olympic gold medalist, you got the world record, and then you gotta give it back. Mm. Yeah, and now that guy, the tobacco guy, now this motherfucker is Justin out here. Gatlin. Is that who you're talking about, Justin I Gatlin? I don't know if that's his name, but he kind of, you know what? He gave me the same vibes as the guy from Jurassic Park that like snuck, tried to sneak out with the, uh, with the raptor DNA. The nut, uh, uh, mm, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, so it's he's just a, 
Mm, man, I should I should have I should have looked I should have looked it up. Hall of Shame. Um, Marion Jones. That's what it was. Yeah. Is that what you said? I think that is what you said. I, that's that's one of the earlier ones that I said. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, that, but that guy now he works for the people trying to catch people. So. You know, he threw, he, but you know what's so funny? Through that whole documentary, he never threw Barry Bonds under the bus. He will not say, he, he did say, he said, it is, it is likely that Barry Bonds took performance enhancing drugs, but he never personally gave him any drugs. And he never talked to him about drugs or none of that. So he, to this day, he claims that Barry Bonds was one of his legitimate clients, that he personally never gave any. So his colleague did. No, he well, it, was, it was no colleague. It was just him. I know, but I'm saying he never personally gave him drugs. So maybe somebody that you know. No, I, well, I think he definitely gave drugs to Barry Bonds's trainer. Yeah, <laughs> but that guy was training more than one person. So anyway, my point is, I bring all that up to say I'm for this. I want to see this. Juiced <laughs> up, ju- the juice, the juiced up uh, Olympics. Now look, I feel bad for these people. They don't live long. Um. Yeah, they usually, but but some people don't give a fuck about that. They're trying to go. I mean, because because I don't understand what this guy's saying. It's a joke. It's unfair and it's unsafe. I mean, that's what's. I, but I. But again, these are the same kind of people that are anti-drug. The same kind of people that are um, anti-abortion, and it's it's that they don't understand that it's happening anyway. The only you're saying it's a joke. It's unfair. It's unsafe. Well, why is it unsafe? It's unsafe because people do it secretly. And in, in, in the dark, the the best you can you can't do anything about the fair. The best you can do is make it safe, and the only way to make it safe is to put it bring it out in the open. <laughs> <laughs>